Hey, welcome to Lease FM. Today I'm joined by Boy Sim, a rising star in the LA music scene, um, who is on uh, an awesome label that's very close to my heart, Palettes. Um, I use a lot of Palettes music on my podcast. So, um, Palettes just released an awesome disaster relief compilation, and I figured it was time to get an actual Palettes artist on my show. And Boy Sim, you're number one because I just love your stuff. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Um, Thanks for having me. Yes. So, okay, let's start with the, let's start with wherever music started for you. Um, Did, have you always been a musician or have you always made music? When, when did that really take off? Yeah. I mean, I've been making, I've been doing music since I was like 10 years old. So yeah, like when I was 10, I started singing a lot in choir. And then um, my parents got me a Mac for Christmas and it had like garage band on there. Hell yeah. So I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I can like make songs. Like, <laughs> but I didn't think it was going to be a thing. I was just like, oh, this is cool, like, like a fun game. And then I just kind of started like playing around with it. Like it was a puzzle piece and like putting loops together and stuff like that. And then. Um, I just kind of all like started falling together. I was like, wow, this is actually a good, I like made one song and I was like, this is kind of good. And my mom was like, Hey, you should keep doing that. So yeah. I just kind of started doing that over and over again. Yeah. So I started with garage band, I guess. And I'm mostly singing. Yeah, totally. And was it kind of like, did the singing, was the singing what made you want to write your own stuff? Like, like you'd sing other people's stuff or you'd sing in choir oh, and then you'd get definitely. home and you'd be like, yeah, it was like, yeah. So like, it was like, I was like, yeah, I was singing in choir a lot. I was like, oh, I, I, I did, um, I started doing musicals too. Mm-hmm. And so like, um, after I had gotten like a lead role in the musical, I was like, oh, maybe I can sing. Like maybe I have a, a voice. So, yeah. um, yeah. So I started liking my voice and then, um, yeah, just like one day I like freestyled sung over this little beat that I had made and just like started singing what came out of the top of my head um and it ended up being about i was like 11 at the time it ended up being about me like dancing in my underwear or something Aww. like that <laughs> i know right what so, was it called do you remember my 10 year old i don't remember i don't remember it was just i just remember something about dancing in my underwear dancing in my panties or something. it was like it was kind of like a country song Ooh, okay <laughs> sounds like something that lady gaga <laughs> might want to sing someday. yeah exactly yeah you know <laughs> It was kind of like a, a thing, I guess. That's hilarious. I <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, I, I wrote it. I recorded it. And then I was like, oh, this is cool. So, I just started, like, making more and more and more. And, like, I used to just, like, listen to pop songs and be like, oh, okay, so this is how you write a pop song. Like, there's a certain structure. Uh-huh. And I would just, like, pay attention to that and, like, kind of craft my songs around that, like, structure, you know, like like a guideline almost. Totally. It's like a formula. And... Yeah, totally, totally. But but yeah. I feel like having listened to a lot of your your music, it's it's totally a new flavor like to the formula, which is right. much yeah, needed exactly these days. For sure, yeah. Um so let's um, get in want to get into the the pop influences. Like what was your first Yeah. What was your first CD that you bought or that you were like obsessed with? Were you like an instinct kid or you oh, know? Man. We're talking like early 2000s, um, I guess. Yeah, let's let's talk about Aaron Carter. Okay, I duh. Was <laughs> I was obsessed with Aaron Carter, and I don't I don't know how my mom felt 
jokes about it because <laughs> I feel like she, I was like little and I was like in love with him. Aww. And like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was like, I guess he was my first boy crush, you know? Yeah. Oh, and for sure. So, <laughs> so like, I was like, wow, oh, I just Aaron. love Aaron Carter. <laughs> yeah. Like Aaron's party. Like, oh my God. All that fun stuff. I had the, I just remember I had a CD in my CD player, like, like all the time, all the time, absolutely, like constantly. I had like magazines of him. I like, mom, I want blonde hair like Aaron Carter. Oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and so, like that never happened until I could bleach my own hair. But, yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> but um, one step yeah, closer so, like, to becoming love... Aaron Carter. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Um, yeah. And then my first concert was Britney Spears, and um, I was four years old. Four. Um, it was my. Yeah, four oh years old. God. I went to go see Britney Spears. Yeah, my sister was. It was for my sister. She had just turned six years old, so it was like her birthday present to go see Britney what Spears. What tour was that? It was the Dream Within a Dream tour, or uh, yeah, Dream Within a Dream tour. I think that's what it was called. Okay, was that like before um, like Slave the, for you, or it was like it was like the same era. It was like that okay. era. Yeah, like, Hit Me Baby One More Time. Like, oops, I did it again. Like, play oh. for you. It was like right, it was like in the year 2000, like right there. That's amazing. So, you're entering yeah, into this. Like, you were four. Do you even remember it? <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, I, I really, the only parts I remember was like the really cool theatrical stuff that was like, she like came out of lasers, and I was like, fuck, I want to do that one day. <laughs> Like, sure, that's like, exactly what you she, like about. came out of a <laughs> she came out of a like a ballerina box. I was like, whoa, that's so dope! Like yeah. I was just blown away. Like, totally, yeah, it was it was a, it was a good show. Yeah, and I just remember my my parents were like, why? Like they took they took us because my sister, but I was like having more fun than my sister the entire time. <laughs> just <laughs> letting I, it I all used hang to go out. Home and, like, <laughs> I know, right? I used to go home and like like blast Britney Spears on my sister's boombox and play with her Britney Spears Barbies and like <laughs> Sounds like my childhood. <laughs> that's amazing. I know, right? Yeah, I guess I had a different childhood than most other boys. Well that's okay. It was a fun one. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Um let's talk about growing up a little bit. It sounds like you grew up in a pretty yeah. fun open family if they brought you to Britney Spears yeah, at the age of four. Yeah. Tell me about that. Where'd you grow up? Yeah, so I'm I'm from a small town in in Texas. It's like actually um I don't know if this is recent, but it's actually the most obese city in America. <laughs> okay. The poorest, the poorest Ooh, city in America really? and the cheapest place to live in America. Yeah, all three. It's a triple threat. What's it called? <laughs> and the, it's called Brownsville, Texas. Lovely, classic. It's like the it's like if you look at Texas, it's like Texas has like a like a, like the very bottom tip at the very bottom. That's, mm-hmm. that's where I'm from. Like oh right my in god! Mexico, basically, yeah. So I grew up there for 16 years of my life, and wow. then um, I did all my music. Yeah, and then I moved to Dallas when I was 16. Ooh, how um, was that? So that transition? was a lot different. Yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. I did not want to leave obviously because I had so many friends yeah. and when I got to Dallas I was like oh fuck that like this is so much better <laughs> why did you move was it like, like a parent's job or yeah my parents got a new job so I, I moved with them and I ended up going to um one of the it was actually one of the top 10 performing arts schools in the nation wow um yeah same school that Nora Jones went to same school that Erica Badu went to oh my god um, no pressure like Kevin Bacon oh my I know, god right? that's like, so cool yeah like crazy ass yeah so I'm just like okay cool like, so that was high school I guess I'm gonna go to this school yeah so I, that was my my 
two junior junior and senior year of high mm-hmm. school. My two first years of high school, I was still in Brownsville, Texas. But yeah, so I went to performing arts high school. Arts high school. I I um, I did music there, mostly uh, vocal studies. Mm-hmm. Um, cause they had like they had like a dance cluster, a theater. I originally went for theater actually. Cause I wanted to be an actor. Really? Um, yes. Where did <laughs> so that weird. switch um, go? How did you uh, figure out that that wasn't um, going to be for you? It was more of just like my whole life. I had been doing both with musical theater, doing choir. And then I was also taking theater classes at school. It was like, it was almost like I would go between each class, like choir to theater. And I'd be like, okay, I have to choose one of these paths because, mm-hmm. because in the school that I was in at the time, the, the choir and the theater kids did not get along. The teachers didn't get along. It was like, really? it, oh we God, like sounds rival- like Glee or something. Yeah, we were rivals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was <laughs> just like that. So, so, um, yeah, so I kind of like, I liked the theater kids a little more, I guess. And it was more like fun because we would do plays and I got to wear costumes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I guess it was a little bit closer to being a pop star than being in choir was. Totally. So I was just like, okay, so I'm just going to do theater, <laughs> maybe do musical theater. And yeah. so like, I started doing theater. And then when I um, applied to that school, they were like, yeah, we don't really have any open spots in music right now but we do have open spots in the theater because there's like barely any male actors who like wanted to go to med school. So I like, I was like, okay, so I'll just go for theater and like see if I can take some music classes. So I went for theater. I got in like the day I did the audition, which was cool. Wow. What did you, what did you audition with? I had to do a monologue, which is like so weird because I hadn't done monologues before. I just done like plays and musicals and stuff like that. So I had to actually like look up a, yeah, like a script from an actual play and like read out a mon or like like memorize the monologue and stuff like that. So, but I um, mean, it all went pr- pretty well. And then um, I was in school for a semester uh, doing theater classes and everything. And then I was just like, this isn't what I want to do. Like my whole life, I've always wanted to be a pop star. I don't know why I'm doing theater. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't want to be an actor. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to play. Like the gay best friend in every fucking show like <laughs> you know like I, I know <laughs> like unfortunately that's you know, like, that's the trope that's yeah the, you know it's like how hollywood works yeah um, i know like you know with music you can create your own character you can be your own like superstar it doesn't matter like as long as you've got the music and like the lyrics and like the look doesn't even matter that much but for me it's extremely important but for yes. some people it doesn't matter at all but for me, it was just like, I just want to become like an icon. Like mm-hmm. David Bowie has something about him that everyone's going to recognize David Bowie for. Michael Jackson, Prince. I'm obsessed. Well, I mean, not really anymore, but I used to be, when I was growing up, I was super obsessed with like Lady Gaga, like mm-hmm. making music. Totally. So I was like, I just want to be like, like the male Lady Gaga, mm-hmm. like the whole <laughs> she's, she's an Aries, she's an Aries, and I'm like I'm an Aries, so we <laughs> get each other, you know. And like, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. So what what do you think about the theater? The theater background like has affected the way you make music or the way you put on these shows. Um, yeah. Um, I think yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely like um, made me way more confident a lot. It's like. I mean, you, Nicki Minaj, um, she actually won um, one of the most prestigious 
awards for acting um, like that you can ever win in in high school. It's called the Young Arts Award, mm-hmm. and um, she she was an actress, and she she didn't even like start rapping until like after all of that, which I is crazy no to idea. me. So it's, That's insane. Yeah, so it's like you know, so it makes a lot of sense because she's got like this whole personality, like this whole look and you know that's definitely something you grab from the theater mm-hmm. you know it's not something you get from like choir where you wear like <laughs> a tuxedo not. and or robe, wet yeah. for like two hours nasty robes. bright lights yeah uh-huh. exactly yeah, yeah no <laughs> so it was just like i guess yeah so like being in theater definitely helped me a lot with like dressing up i love to just like like i don't even care what i'm wearing like i can i can wear whatever and i don't even care what people think you yeah know? that was a theater thing for sure and then like um, I think because I was always getting a lot of like the lead roles and stuff like that. So I didn't really have time to like build myself into a lead role. I was mm-hmm. kind of thrown onto the stage. Yeah. So I just kind of, I just kind of had to like adapt to it quickly. You know what I mean? Just adapt to like get being on stage, performing in front of people, maybe messing up, maybe not messing up. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like so nerve wracking. I just remember before every show, I'm like sweating, sweating mm-hmm. balls. But, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think it's just it's just helped me a lot with more confidence and like like being like dressing up. You know what I mean? Just yeah. being a character being rather than just like a musician. Absolutely. Yeah, like, you know. Totally, and I love that. I love that about yeah. you and your your look and your sound. They all kind of, they're you know these different you know, mediums, but they all blend together into right. like a total brand, right, exactly. which is, sounds it's so like millennial, whole, but it's true. It's, yeah, it's good. Right. Right. It is. a Yeah. It's such a millennial thing. Yeah, it is. But I love it. And that's of our time. Right. So yeah, exactly. I'm a millennial. We're millennial. Right. I don't like to millennial bash because that no. makes me sound it's like not a constructive. right wing old person. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, we're better than, you know, the other generations give us credit. For. Right. Exactly. Let's, They're just nervous because we're about to take over the fucking world. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, They're just nervous because we already have. Exactly. It's true. <laughs> um, so, okay. So let's talk more about um, musically speaking, like your sound. Um, yeah. where, where would you say, you know, you mentioned Aaron Carter, Britney Spears, um, but like, right. do you have contemporaries? Like what, when you started making like this music that you make today, you know, right? did you just experiment a lot? Was it a lot yeah. of like self-learning or did you Yeah, so like when from- I first started making music, I wanted to be a pop star, like completely. I didn't even want, like, I didn't even know what a producer was. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I didn't even know I was producing my own music until somebody told me that I was producing my own music. You know, <laughs> I was more of just like, oh, yeah, I like I like to like make songs on my computer and then I write lyrics to them and, and melodies. And so that's just kind of what I was like, doing. Yeah, you're producing. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, oh, so there's a word for that. Yeah. I'm like, OK, so so then I started listening to like a lot of like Daft Punk mostly um, mm-hmm. um, and like old classics like better off alone by alice dj cry for you by september mm-hmm. like all the classic like dance hits from the early 2000s and the 90s and all that stuff and i just got like addicted yeah. like i would like literally just spend hours with my headphones and just like listening to like electronic music and like like mixes and just like i fell in love with synth like the synthesizer like synthesizer sound i'm yeah. just like i i just want every noise to sound like it came out of a robot or something i'm just like i love synthetic music it's the best thing to ever happen because it's like 
I've heard guitars so many times. I've heard the same drum set so many times. It's like the only thing that's new nowadays is a synthesizer that yeah. you can really manipulate and like make sound like it came from like 20 years from now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and so like that was the thing is like I just wanted to make like electronic pop. So I was listening, and it was weird because at the time I was listening to a lot of Owl City. Do you know Owl City? <laughs> Fireflies. Oh yeah! Oh my <laughs> so, god! Like, I was like, you know, he's like he's like a, a male singer, and he produced his own music. I was like, wow. So I guess that's kind of what I'm doing, right? So I, I came up with the name. I had like so many different names before Boy Sim. I was like, I think I started out with like City Stellar because I wanted <laughs> to have the word City in my name, like <laughs> Owl City. Yeah. Oh yeah. So <laughs> so I started making music there, and like. Mostly it was just me singing over my beats. I was just like, yeah, I'm a singer. I'm a pop star. I'm a mm-hmm. singer. Yeah. And then, um, like, around, like, when I got in, like, seventh grade, maybe, eighth grade, I was, like, starting to listen to Lady Gaga. And she was, like, watch. I was watching her interviews about, like, um, how she was making dance music. She was always talking about how, like, her, her music wasn't pop music. It was dance music. And I was like, okay, yeah, that that's totally what it is. It's, like electronic dance music it's not it's not it's got like a you know it's not like your standard pop pop can be like guitars and a piano mm-hmm. you know, so so after i started listening to lady gaga i'm like i want to make more like electronic dancey style music so i started incorporating more like synthesizers into my music more like um video game noises and stuff like that because i was really into like i wanted my my stuff to sound like like the, like a video game soundtrack almost with like uh you know with like vocals on it mm-hmm. so, so that was kind of how i started out and then um from there i started listening to producers um like uh like i started listening to justice um, oh, yeah. so more daft punk yeah mm-hmm. i love justice justice is one of my number one inspirations for oh, sure yeah. after i heard like the whole cross album oh. i was like okay this is what i want to do like yeah. i want to make hard electronic music i don't even want to have to write lyrics if i don't have to right. like i want to make the music speak for itself and and what, so what about I, justice let's talk a little let's dig a little deeper there like what yeah. what about their sound you know <clears throat> it was the whole like rock and roll but still funk electro aesthetic that like really got to me they were like these badass rock stars that were like you know in like leather jackets mm-hmm. and they're like but fuck no, we're not going to make rock music. We're going to make dance music. Yeah. And it was like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Like all these rock stars are always like, fuck disco, fuck dance music. But these guys are just like, no, we're going to incorporate both of those aesthetic into that. And I'm like, that's that's my thing. Like I love rock and roll. I grew up on on classic rock mostly, like mm-hmm. Pink Floyd and stuff like that when I was like little, little. But yeah. um, Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, all that fun stuff. And so I was like, this is like, you know, it was just like, um, when I heard D-A-N-C-E, that was, like, my first favorite, like, electronic song. I was like, oh, my God, I have to make a song like this. So I, like, immediately downloaded some, like, like, uh, like violin synths and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and, like, disco synths and presets and all that stuff. And so I started making a – I made a side project, and I called it Speed. And I was like, oh. I'm going to start making electronic music. Yeah, back then I didn't know it was a drug. <laughs> <laughs> that was before, uh, before, before health class. Like, uh, you know, 
Right. Yeah, exactly. Mom, I'm doing speed stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can imagine the look on my mom's face when I told her I was going by speed um, (laughs) with a dollar sign. I was obsessed with Kesha as well. Kesha, oh yeah. God, I was pretty (laughs) listening to that in there. That's amazing. So, yeah, I I remember I made my first, like, electronic song. It was like, it was like, it, it wasn't good at all. Yeah. I was like, this like I don't I was like maybe I should just stick to pop music <laughs> and then um I remember I made another song and um it was like uh oh I remember it was it was a bad romance remix Lady Gaga bad romance Classic. I made a remix to that and I was like oh my god I'm like actually getting the hang of this totally. like I know how to like <laughs> make a build up and a drop you right. know like <laughs> how was it so to craft how is it to craft that, like, knowing that it's Lady Gaga's, you know, song and she's one of your idols? Like, how is it to, like, take the reins of a yeah. song like that, and which, yeah. you know, well, people already consider perfect? Like, what do you, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. Since I hadn't even looked remix, sorry, my dog's kissing me right now. Oh, um, my <laughs> dog. Oh, yeah, my, Charlie, right? Yes, Charlie. Oh. Playing with me right now. She's giving me her toys. Oh, um Sorry, what was the question? Um, I, like that I don't remember. <laughs> oh, Lady Gaga. And oh, right. Your remix. remix. Yeah, so it was like the first time I'd ever even decided to even like touch a, a song that I had made. Like, you know? So I was like, okay, um, what do I want to do to this song to make it sound different? So, like, it was the same chords and everything, but I made it. I just kind of like, I was like, okay, what can I do to turn this song into something that I would hear at a club? Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what I did. I just added like drums, you know, like some super soft synths in there, like um, made it like a four on the floor beat. And like I um, took some like dubstep synths and like added some like little dubstep stuff in mm-hmm. there. And like it was okay. I mean, it was like, you know, like what a first remix would sound like yeah. really choppy and like, right. you know, but, um, but you did it and you drank, you drank that yeah, cooler and, and it was probably it. pretty fun. Yeah, exactly. And I did it. And after that, I was like, this is actually kind of cool. So what I started doing was like to practice, to practice this new thing that I, that I knew was now called producing. I uh-huh. was like, okay, um, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna, I, what I started doing was I took every song off the, the Lady Gaga Fame Monster album and I started remaking the instrumental in GarageBand to, wow. to, the, to the T. Yeah, like to exactly what it sounded like like i i listened to it over and over again like i have to get the same synth same sound make it sound the same mm-hmm. just because i was like i was like okay if i'm gonna be a pop producer if i'm gonna be a producer i need to learn how to make this sound yeah. like a hit you know right and so so i just started uh i remember i started with telephone i made the instrumental to telephone then i made the instrumental to bad romance and i started doing the instrumentals to like all that song and i was like wow like this is actually improving the way that i produce that's so, so from cool. There, um, so it was kind of like pre- it was like yeah. you were giving yourself these little tests, kind of like these little right exactly. It's like it's like a little challenge, yeah. like a little like like an assignment, like right. a homework assignment. No, I love that. Let's remake this song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was like um, yeah. So like from there, I started learning so much about producing, like and then that. um, yeah. So like after I started doing that, um, that's when I started like I I was still wanted to be a pop star though so I was still writing songs <laughs> still writing lyrics over yeah. my over my beats and stuff like that and so I released um, in seventh grade I released like a 
11 song album on like iTunes wow. or Spotify or something. Yeah, it was like, it was called From the Stars and I had produced and written every song on there. That's cute. And I love it. it Wait, was so, and was that yeah, under was City, so, what was it? City Limits? No, I was... Uh, Speed. That that was when I started being Christopher Sky was my oh, name. Oh, you went through so many personas at such a oh, young age. I had so many names. That's like how many screen names I had on AIM. <laughs> oh yeah, you're actually doing something yeah, productive. Like, I have I have as many emails as I do aliases. I so. bet. That's great. So Christopher Sky, because Christopher is your first birth name. Yeah, okay. and then the Sky was just like I just like this guy. So it was yeah. Sky with an E, and it was like just a cool Cute. name. You yeah, know? I like it. Um, so yeah, after that, I like did that, and I made like a hundred bucks off of that. Oh like, yeah, it was cool. <laughs> it was like I was in middle school, so I was like, oh cool, I made money, you know. <laughs> And then um, I just started making more music. I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna work on another album as soon as this album's out." You know, I was wow. like, "I was like, Lady Gaga doesn't stop. I'm not gonna stop." So right, I, right totally. after I put out the album, I started making music again, making writing, like literally right as I put in put out the other the, the first album. I was like, "Okay, I have to come up with a con- concept for the second album. I have to start writing for the second album. I want to know what the album cover is gonna look like." I actually this didn't is release a that middle album. schooler. Jesus, middle dude. school. Yeah, That's I was amazing. like not worried about like. I wasn't worried about like my friends like skateboarding outside. I was like, I gotta make pop yeah. album. Oh my <laughs> <You> god! <know>? That's <laughs> so what a childhood, right? But yeah, um, that's great. Um, um, I actually didn't release the second album until I was a junior in high school. But um, it was everything that I I had planned from mm-hmm. when I was in middle school. It just took me that long to work on it. And that's I guess, great, you know, though. I'm, I'm I'm a procrastinator, yeah. Hey, so when I was in, when I was in junior year, I released another album on on iTunes and Spotify it was called Revolt and it was like it was way more of like finally I'm starting to come into my own like I can do this like this is like a real product of my music like this is my art this mm-hmm. is what I'm doing and so like I put out that album and all my friends loved it. And I was like, I, um, you know, I did some performances like in Dallas and stuff wow. like that. Wow. How was yeah. that? How were your first yeah. couple performances? Who were you uh, it channeling? Was, it was cool. Definitely. The first performance I did that was for that album, I was, uh, I even had like background dancers, like choreographed. Oh my the whole God. Thing. That's so cool. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. It was just for a talent show though. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Still <laughs> but high school. I just remember it was like, I know, right? Yeah. It was, um, I was like channeling kind of like, you know, Panic at the Disco early days, mm-hmm. like Brendan Urie with like the top hat and the gloves, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yes. um, yeah, exactly. Little emo. I could, like, yeah. with Panic at the Disco, yeah, for sure. And then, um, yeah, so like, and I, I definitely loved Lady Gaga, so I just wanted to be like a freak on the stage. I was like, my main thing was like, you know, if, if, I can't be afraid of them if they're afraid of me. So, you know. <laughs> That's a great like, quote. You know, so did you come out on stage yeah. wearing like dead cats or whatever? <laughs> didn't you do yeah, that? I wish. I wish. But I didn't have a whole team behind me to afford that, you know. So what did you wear? Like, do you remember? Um, Sequins? I just remember wearing, I just remember wearing black boots that I made out of duct tape. Oh my God. <laughs> and my feet were in pain for probably like two weeks. Oh, I bet. That. <laughs> That's amazing, though. I bet it looked great yeah, it from was, the stage. I bet they were very yeah, afraid of you. It was like amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was like yeah, but it was it was a look for sure. That's great. Yeah, it was... <laughs> so cool. Um, okay, so then moving into the the modern age, or do we still have a little bit to go? Because you've been at this point, you've been what was the first one? City. 
City Stellar. City Stellar. Guy. After Speed. that, I was I was club kid for a little bit. With um, two Ks. That's when I started getting into electronic, like EDM, EDM. Okay. Like, I wanted. I started going to raves. Um, like you know, I started seeing like Tiesto, Skrillex. Mm-hmm. My first like actual rave was like Porter Robinson and Skrillex. Wow. And I still love Porter Robinson to this day. He was my first DJ I'd ever seen live. Aww. I love him to death. Like he's one of my main inspirations. Um, what about his so, yeah, stuff? Like, is so great to you. Um, it was just like back then he was like he was so young and like he was killing it he opened up for skrillex and he was like 19 years old i was like fuck i want to do that one day you know totally and uh yeah so like and then um when when the world album came out he released the album worlds in like 2014 or Mm -hmm. something i just remember that album like completely changed my life like 100 percent. like i hadn't had an album change my life like that since i heard like Lady Gaga the fame, you know what I mean? Like, How did it change your life? Because I love, I love that sentiment, and I definitely have albums like was, that too. Yeah, it was like I heard it, and immediately I started crying. Like immediately wow. I started crying. I was like, this is the most, yeah, like just to me, because I love electronic music so much. Like I just love it so much. There's something about it to me that just seems so like ethereal and dreamlike. It's like, Nothing in this world compares mm-hmm. to the sound of like a sharp synthesizer. So I was just like hearing it, and it's like all this mix of like beautiful chords and like dissonance and like you know like just like all of like the video game elements. Mm-hmm. And it was like it was like all of my my favorite things in music came together in one album. That's so cool. And it was it was the first. It just so happened to be the first DJ that I fell in love with, the first producer that I fell in love yeah. with. And, um, you know, so it changed my life. I was like, this is this is what I want to do. This is what I want to make beautiful music. I don't want to make EDM. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make, you know, technical boom, boom stuff right. that's going to make people like trip the fuck out on Molly, you know, like <laughs> I don't want to do that. I want these people to feel something. You know? yeah. I was like, I was like, and, and Porter Robinson, I feel like with that album, it was like one of the first times an electronic musician actually did that, actually made people feel whole like emotions and told a story with the album rather than just like putting out an album with like some features and like a cool drop and like, you know, like trap drums, you know, like Mm -hmm. cool, cool. I get it, but it's not riveting, you know, like like the world album was, it was like, it was like a breath of fresh air in the EDM uh, community, I guess. And so so that just kind of like, it it was just like, yeah, like it was like the combination of like the visuals. It was like um, something that I loved so, so much that reminded me so much of myself. It was, it was just like, it was adding on to me. It was like giving me a piece of myself, you know what I mean? Like, like adding, you know, like adding on to my, like if there was a collage of my life, Mm stapled right on there in the center of that album That's for a few years amazing. you know i was i was addicted to that album yeah so that one was a big one change a big game changer for me that yeah. album well, what is it about music that does that to people you know is it what do you think of that that language like why why music why electronic music right you know i ask myself the same thing all the time mm-hmm. Um, I still haven't quite figured it out myself. It's like, for me though, I'm like, it's, it's just, I've studied music my whole life. So 
um, you know, I know music theory and all that stuff. So when I hear like a certain chord change or like, uh, I, I know that it's trying to invoke a certain emotion and it's, the fun thing for me is seeing how the people around me react to those emotions more than myself, mm-hmm. because I already know like, yeah, this person is trying to invoke uh, this kind of emotion. Right. But a lot of people don't know that because they, they don't make music or they don't study music. And like, you know, so my favorite thing is just seeing how the world reacts to that kind of stuff. Totally. And so like when I see people cry during a song, I'm like, Oh, I want to know, what is it about this song that makes them cry? You know? Mm-hmm. So I listen to it. I'm like, oh, okay. So it's in a minor key. Um, the lyrics are, you know, pretty sad or about something personal, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just like so many elements. It's like, yeah. like how, how a guitar is tuned can literally make an entire song. You yeah. know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, it's all about those specific little details that add to the emotion. Of, yeah. It's like, it's like painting a picture with sound. It's like writing a movie with music, you know, it's yeah. like, it's like telling a story. And so that's the thing for me is like in my head, I get, they call it synesthesia. I just call it being a musician. I have like uh, colors to different sounds. I assign different colors to different sounds. And I think a lot of people do that. They just don't realize that they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, so like, you know, like, certain sounds will sound pink to me and then other sounds will sound blue or black, you know, <laughs> totally. and that definitely adds to like the emotional like aspect of it because, you know, like if a song sounds blue, it's going to make me sound, it's going to make me feel blue. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. But if a song sounds pink, it's going to make me feel pink and, mm-hmm. and happy. You yeah. know? So it's all about like, it's all about the person for sure. It's like all in the eye of the beholder. And that's the most beautiful thing to me is that music is like a universal language, but we all interpret it in completely different ways. So true. Yeah. Wow. That was really well put. Thank you so much. Um, Yeah. So, so should we get into boy Sim where, where that, when did that kind of come or is that what came out of the world's album? Yeah. So after, um, after the world, I, I was still a club kid. And then I remember, oh, this is what happened. I remember. <laughs> I went I went to South by Southwest for mm-hmm. my first time. Um, 2016, I wasn't 21. I couldn't get into any shows. I only went to the All Ages shows. <laughs> but I went to a few. And I had a fake ID, so I got into some. Good, good. Um, so I got into, um, I, I was waiting in line. And at the time, I had no idea. I was waiting for... Um, you you know what PC music is, right? Like mm-hmm. the the label PC music. So I was waiting for their show. I was like, oh, this sounds cool. Everyone's going to this show. Like I've never heard of them before. I didn't know what to expect. I yeah. thought it was going to be like like an electronic show. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm waiting in line. I see all these people in like really cool outfits. I'm like, oh, like this must be like like a cool type of electronic show. So I go in and it was like. It was like walking into like a very, very, very important therapy session. <laughs> like it just got it got me through to the point that I needed to get to. It was wow. like I saw like yeah, I, I got in there and like it was like GFOTY or something like mm-hmm. something like one of their like wildest characters like came out and started performing, and I was like, 
what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. Like, what am I watching? Like, what is going on? I've never seen this in my life. And the craziest thing about it was that everyone standing around me knew all the words, <sighs> was like going crazy oh about God. it. And like, you were just like in the middle like, of that. Like, what yeah, is this? and I'm just like, you know what? This is like a like a, a like a movement, like culture, mm-hmm. like a subculture actually happening right before my eyes. Yeah, you know? wow. Like a like a real underground movement. Yeah, so I was just completely awestruck um, by by all of it. The aesthetic, it was something brand new that I I'd never seen before. It was like all of the stuff that I loved from the early 2000s mm-hmm. that I never got to see when I was little yeah. because I was so little, and now that I'm older, it's like. They're bringing all this nostalgia back wow. from, from the 90s and the early 2000s. So I was just like blown away by it. And so that was where like I started going like, okay, so now I know that this is what really, really, really touches me. Like nostalgia for the 90s and the early 2000s, dance music that's like out of this world, really synthetic sounding, plastic sounding music mm-hmm. um, was like something that just like, I realized was like, it would give me chills. Like yeah. just like the, the noises. I'm like, wow, this is like, you know? Yeah. And so, so, um, after that I was like, you know, club kid and the whole EDM thing. I just don't know if that's the, de- the direction I want to go. I was like, I, I miss being a pop star where I could be true to myself and, right. like, you know, be, be a character rather than a person behind a, a mixer with a silhouette. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, I was like, okay. So it took me about a year to come up with a new name. I've been going by Club Kid, but I wanted to be going by something else for so long. Right. And so I, I was coming up with so many different names. I have like the, the world's longest list in my phone. I bet. I understand that. Oh, man. It was, yeah, it was crazy. I was like, oh, I can't be stressing out over this. Like Lady Gaga just got her name from a typo. You know what I mean? Did like, she? come on, just give. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was just a typo. That's amazing. Um, she meant she meant to type out Radio Gaga by, uh, uh, I think it's by, by Queen, uh, the name yeah, of the song uh-huh. by Queen. Yeah, and uh, wow. Radio got changed to Lady, I guess. That's, that's insane. How she got her name. I so I'm like, okay, why can't my name come yeah. to me that? You're easy. just like typing random things in your phone, hoping they come. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what sounds cool? Right. So where did voice him? Like, yeah. Um, yeah. So for a while, I really wanted to go by girlfriend. I was okay. like, okay. Like, girlfriend is a cool name. Like, you know, I can't go by boyfriend because I was already a producer named Boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And I just really liked the way it sounded. Like, girlfriend, I'm not a girl. I'm not even trans. But mm-hmm. it was just something because, like, I don't feel like I'm a boy all the time. Yeah. You know? Like, I definitely have some what society would call female aspects to my personality. You know, mm-hmm. I'm definitely very femme. Yeah. Um, and so I was like... You know, girlfriend's a cute name, but it just didn't roll off the tongue the way I liked it. Yeah. So I started thinking like sim simulation, and I really liked the name boy. Um, I really liked boy George. The, the name boy George uh-huh. was like always a cool pop name to me. You know, like the Culture Club and totally. all that stuff was really cool to me. Um, and so like I was just like I just started putting things together. Like, um, I I was a really big fan of The Sims when I was growing up. Like The Sims was my life, the Dude, video game. Life. One of my coworkers last I, night told me that she still plays The Sims, The Sims oh, Four. I still I oh I still play The Sims Dude. regularly. I have I am uh, if if you must know I am currently married to a Justin Bieber lookalike. <laughs> 
<laughs> thank you. I did need to know that. I didn't know that I needed to know that, but thank you. But I feel like I feel like it was just necessary thank for the conversation. Yeah, that was definitely that that broke through. I think. Um, how's that going for you? You know, it's going. It's going really well. Getting we're, serious. Uh, we're really happy right now. Yeah, yeah. Having lots of woohoo. Isn't that what they call? It? Yeah, <laughs> too many woohoos. <laughs> Just don't drown him in like you know, a swimming like pool a without a story house. <laughs> oh god! Like a story house. Hell yeah! I changed I changed all the lights to pink lights. Oh, so. that sounds adorable. I uh, I built a, a little nightclub on my rooftop. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> like, no, That's yeah, good though. That's kind of like the visualizing like, thing. Like you're building yeah, your future house, right? Definitely, definitely. And it was just like you know, like if I want to live this like life of being a pop star this is what i would want it to be like totally so so from there i was like okay boy sim sim is short for simulation and it still conveys the message that i don't feel like a boy all the time totally because i'm not a boy i'm just a boy simulation you know cool. i'm just a simulated boy i'm just yeah. a simulation of of what society thinks a boy is so you know i um you know, so that that was the thing is like I wanted I wanted to be like like a robotic character, like an animated character, like mm-hmm. like uh, you know, like someone that you could draw comics about and like just like write stories and like fan fiction about, you know, mm-hmm. like something like that. And so that's where Boy Sim came from. I guess I was just like Boy George, Boy Sim, simulation, Boy Simulation, and it was more of just like. I was telling my sister all these names and she's like, honestly, boy, boy Sim is the one that I like the most. And I'm like, that's all I needed. Yeah, exactly. To, to know <laughs> that, that, that that was, that Just was the, like, the one, one I needed to pick. Mm-hmm. So, so from there, when she told me that, I was like, okay, there we are. Boy Sim. Yes. So I, I made the email boy simulation. I made this, I changed my SoundCloud name, made the Facebook page mm-hmm. all on the same day. Like, wow. That's then, awesome. Um, yeah, and then, and then I remember, um, I when I first moved to LA, I released my first song under Boy Sim on the plane to LA. So really, it was just like a yeah. So it was just like a I'm moving to LA. I got to do this. Yeah. This is my first song that I'm putting out, and actually that song got got um, my my most plays that I had ever had um, up until I released um, my other song, Animals. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, so it was just like a, a good luck streak. It was totally. like, yeah, this is, it was like, like the world was telling me boy Sim is the name. Yeah. Pink is the game. Yep. Keep it, you know, keep the aesthetic, keep the name, keep the character, be true to yourself, you know? Yeah. And so I love it. My obsession with my obsession with pink just kind of took over my life. I mean, as it should, that's amazing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, <laughs> And so Boysom was born. So when did you move to L.A.? How long have you been there? So I moved to L.A. about two years ago in August. Wow. So you've, um, you've stuck it out. How how were those first yeah. two years with your music and with finding jobs? And I'm mostly yeah, asking so, because I'm moving there, you know. Right. And I, yeah. <laughs> so it's like so the first, scary. Like few months was like, what did I just do uh-huh. to myself? <laughs> like what? position did I just put it was but I was excited um, I was really excited because I I didn't I didn't like Texas I was like I I went to college for a semester mm-hmm. a regular college for a semester in Texas and 
I absolutely hated it. Yeah. Um, it was awful. I had no friends. Um, it was just terrible. And so my mom called me one day and I was like crying because I had no friends. I was depressed. Mm -hmm. She called me and she's like, Hey, so I found a really good school in LA. I'm like, LA, like, have you lost your mind? Like, (laughs) is this my mother calling me or is this a simulation? She's like, (laughs) she's like, okay. Um, she's like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, um, would you want to move to LA? Because my whole life, I was set on New York. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to move to New York City. I'm going to move to New York City. I'm going to move to New York City. I'm going to live in an apartment. I'm going to be broke as fuck living in New York for being the first a, being year. Being honest, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, exactly. You know? And my mom was like, LA. And I'm like, LA? Like, I don't even know what LA even like smells like what does it even look like like you know like palm trees like I don't even know so I'm like okay like I mean if it gets me out of this place sure yeah like I'm so down so um I went home for like Christmas break and I was supposed to go back to college but I went to my mom and I'm like no I'm I'm doing this LA thing you brought it up we're gonna do it <laughs> your <laughs> so idea she's babe like, okay. yeah She's like, like, I got myself into this situation. Mm So so I dropped out of school like that same day that I told her I dropped out. Wow. Um, Yeah. So, um, and so, yeah, we just started making all the moves and um, I took a semester off of school. I worked at a shoe store uh, selling discount shoes. Lovely. So bad. It was just like the smell of feet could not like trigger me any worse anymore. I'm just like, (laughs) <laughs> so thank god i'm out of that but i saved up for like six months and then i finally moved out um i went to a music production school um in hollywood that was like a it was like a year program mm-hmm. i learned everything that i needed to know there um it was perfect it was like the best school that i could have gone to That's awesome. i'm really grateful for that yeah um you know and then my mom my, my parents helped me out a lot with my first year that I moved here, they paid everything, my rent, my car, like all that stuff. So I wasn't, you know, I was, I was living really decently when I first moved here. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. And so like, it wasn't, it wasn't too much of a struggle. It was just like finding the balance between work and school that was really, really getting to me. And I just remember like having so many breakdowns, like, is this even what I want to do with my life like do I want to do music like am I even good like what if I'm not even good and I just like think I'm good but I'm not good you know like it's always in my head the imposter yeah the imposter theory or whatever (laughs) I get that all the time exactly exactly the imposter theory I'm just like I could be an imposter like I could be completely bullshitting right um but then um I just stuck with it. And my mom was like, no, you just got to stick with it. You know, keep going to school. You're going to graduate, get a job. Like, you're going to do this. And so I'm like, okay, okay. My mom's a Virgo, so she knows what she's talking about. Hey, I'm a Virgo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, that's why you're on the radio. So, <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, then so like, you yeah. did it. You graduated? Yeah, so, so I graduated, yeah. And then, um, um, but while I was in school, I, I, uh, I made the song Animals, and um, I started working on that song. 
And originally it was going to be me singing on it and like a completely different beat, like kind of like funky, mm-hmm. like justice style house kind of. Um, but um, I like wanted to make it more PC music sounding, I guess. I know PC music is a label, so I don't really like to say that a lot, but more of just like bubblegum pop. So yeah. I just kind of went yeah. in that direction. Um, and then I, I released Animals. And it got up to, like, 30,000 in, like, a month. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I just remember, like, it got played on BBC Radio 1 on a Diplo and Friends mix. Um, Yeah, I just started getting played, like, in, like, I would get people sending me videos of them, like, in a club and, like, Animals was playing. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, finally, you know? Finally. After, like what it is at this point when i released animals it had been 10 years since i started making music that's amazing so after 10 whole years finally i got some sort of recognition and so that's when i like finally like like 100 percent my childhood self was like oh thank god like this is what you're supposed to be doing music is your life like music is what you are supposed to like music is what i was put on this earth for Mm -hmm. you know like and even if it doesn't make me any fucking money it's what makes me happy and in my life that's all that matters to me you know like i could be on the street but as long as i'm like writing a pop banger that's like a pop banger to me i'm having fun you know what i mean like so so that was really like um changed it for me yeah that's amazing what a great story i mean i just can't believe that like you had that vision when you were 12 or younger four at the Britney Spears yeah, concert just, and it's just like right. keeps working out and I, I only like see good things life for you dedicated to this yeah thing. like I kind of I kind of like I don't like to think about it that often because it it really does put things in perspective for me I'm just like wow I'm actually like if 10 year old me saw what I'm doing right now I don't even know what 10 year old me would say you yeah, know what i mean it's totally. like first off 10 year old me wanted to be a child actor <laughs> 10 year old me wanted to be a child pop star mm-hmm. you know <laughs> and so i'm just like would i be disappointed or would i be happy and yeah. i'm just like you know forget all of that because right now this is what i want to be doing and i'm actually doing it there's so many people in the world right now who want to be doing so much other stuff than what they're doing mm-hmm. right now at this very second and and I take it for granted and I, I'm like so grateful for it every day that I'm just like mm-hmm. I get to make music and like live in this wonderful city where everyone understands the artist industry and understands you know music and like you know when I have to like shut out myself for a few days just to write some songs I don't get weird looks from people. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. From other people, it's like, oh, yeah, you're a musician. That's what you do, you know? That's awesome. Everyone in L.A. is just, like, in the industry, and it's like, thank God you guys know what I'm talking about because I don't know if I could mention, like, a compressor to someone and then be like, a what? You know, like, one more time. I'm like, come on, it's just just an easy, like, an easy compressor. (laughs) You know, like, awesome. synthesizer. People are like, I don't even know what that is. I'm like, a keyboard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. Um, so let's finish by talking about about your most recent stuff. Your release a couple weeks ago um, with Palettes, and talk to me about how you how that all came to be. Um, 
how you hooked up with those guys, what it means to kind of be in that group of people. Um, yeah. So how it's changed Talets creatively. Talets was like a total like accident. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, I don't even remember what happened. I think it was like, oh man, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. So like animals came out, it was doing really well. And I remember Palette started liking my music a lot. Um, and then Paul followed me. Paul Lutz, the, the owner of Palette, um, he started following me. I've heard of him. Um, and like, I love <laughs> Yeah, you, might have, you may, may or not have heard of him. <laughs> Saw him like three hours ago. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I was, I was talking to him um, and stuff like that. And, like, uh, during South By, I just remember they, like, invited me over to their Airbnb, I think. And so they were like, yeah, just come chill with us. Like, whatever, it'll be fun. Because I was in South by Southwest 2017. I went again um, just to visit my sister because she lives in Austin. Mm-hmm. And so um, um, I ended up just, like, going to visit my sister. And then they were like, yeah, we have an Airbnb. We're playing a show. Um, come chill with us. So I brought um, my dog over to their Airbnb. And, like, instantly I was just welcomed with, like, open arms. And, like, all the guys from the palettes were there, like, uh, beach day, Jeff, um, crap face, TJ was there, mm-hmm. uh, like sea blaze was there. Um, like everyone, uh, um, uh, Joe, um, statues was there, Paul, obviously. And they were all just like super welcoming, like so nice. I was like, wow, these guys are like genuine people. Like they actually want to get to know me rather than just like, oh, it's this boy Sam, like, let's hang around with him. Like, mm-hmm. he's a producer, too. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't just, like, this gross, like, boy culture of, like, a boy's club that we make music and, like, we're going to hang out and, like, talk about it. You know, it was like, no, nah, we're all here to have fun. And, like, that's so funny. Joe just texting me right now. Um, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> this is I'm talking to him. Yeah, I love him. Um, yeah, so, so it was just like, uh, and I, brought, I remember I brought my dog, Charlie, and, and they, uh, <laughs> long story, but, um, when I first got my dog, I thought she was a boy. So, <laughs> so it was that day she was a boy. Um, and I remember she, she heard her paw in the airport. And Aww. the next day, I, I brought her to the vet. And I found out that she was a girl. <laughs> oh How did you not <laughs> know? So I went, um, honestly, let's just say I don't know what dog uh, penises look like. <laughs> <laughs> but where did you get it? Did you just find it? I got her on Craigslist. Okay. The rest. So, Aww. you know. So they didn't really know so, yeah. You know. <laughs> That's funny as so well. I guess it was, so I, I went to the vet and I came back to the Airbnb the next day. I was like, guys, I have something super funny to tell you. I know you all just started because they were all in love with my little dog. I know. I got videos of all, her. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. I know. Right. Yeah. And like they were all in love with my dog. I'm like, yep. So she's actually a girl. <laughs> And we were all just, like, we all just, like, had a a day with that. We were like, oh, my God. Like, I could not believe we thought she was a boy. Like, even everyone was like, yeah, she's a boy. Like, that's a boy. Like, everyone in the the house was like, yeah, yeah, boy. Like, it was just so, like, like, accepted. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, that's a boy. And so, like, I just remember, like, being on the phone with the woman that that she called me. She's like, yeah, I just want to let you know your dog's a girl. I just remember, like. I was I was silent for like a good minute. She's like, "Hello, are you still there?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm just taking this all in." So, so I I brought, so I brought her to the house and like 
like uh, one more night. And they were like, honestly, like, why don't you just stay here with us the whole week? Like, it'll be cool. I was like, okay, amazing. And there was, wow. there was like a nice house. They had a pool. I was like, yeah, I'm so down. So they asked me to stay there because we just hit it off so well. Like we, we all just like started getting along really well that mm-hmm. night. And so um, that whole week was like, those guys became my brothers, like instantly. It was like, like every morning, every night, we were just like bonding, laughing, you know, like throwing parties, going to shows. And like, I couldn't get into much because I still wasn't 21. Yeah. I, it was a month oh my before God. my 21st birthday. Yeah. So, so I was, I was like hanging out with my, my mom and my sister a lot. But, um, um, I, when I was hanging out with those guys, it was like, man, like, these guys are genuine people. Like, they actually care about you and, like, want to hang out with you and, like, want to listen to my music. They were, like, so interested in my music. I'm like, like, wow. Like, I've never had a group of friends that makes me feel like this about my art. And, and the one thing that I love so much is, like, like, they're so interested and they love it as much as I do. And, like... You know, I remember, I remember, like, we were having a conversation, and we were like, who's your favorite producer right now on the, on the, in the industry or in the scene? Mm-hmm. And I just remember TJ Crapface uh, looking at him and going, honestly, right now it's Boy Sim. And I'm like... Oh, that's yeah. so like, sweet. That's such a good, like, wow. Like, I, and, and you could tell he was just being so genuine. Like, yeah. he actually meant that I was his favorite producer. And I was like, these are, these are people that I need to have around me, mm-hmm. like for my entire life you know what i mean so that was when i really was like i'm a ride or die for palettes like paul is the shit paul is dope as fuck he would go run like a 5k every morning come back with like more energy than any of us had and we're all just like sitting around the pool smoking a doobie like eating mcdonald's (laughs) breakfast like (laughs) and i'm just like holy shit like paul is the real deal like you know he's like like, actually got it so Mm -hmm. and i it's hard to meet someone that has a label and knows what they're doing with that label you know what i mean yeah totally so many people run these like internet labels and their logos look like other labels' logos. Mm-hmm. Their their music sounds like other labels' music and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But Palettes was like the first time that it was like unique, and everybody was just like for it, and like it was just like something that I could latch onto and feel comfortable with. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like now I have this label. It's a net label, you know. It's not like a real major label. I'm not a slave to anyone right now, you mm-hmm. know. You know, it's like a group of guys that I can really talk to and really work with, and like really just be myself and be boy sim and create my own music that I hear in my head and put it out there and and like not have to switch it around to fit a certain aesthetic or a right. certain. EDM, you know, like Tiesto style song. I'm like, fuck all of that. I want to be myself. And Palettes was like the first thing that like, 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 you know, embraced me with open arms, you know, like all my music. And and I owe a lot to Paul for that, for sure. Because without Paul, I wouldn't have played that, that South by show um, that I played that week. Um, and it was actually a complete accident. I wasn't supposed to play. Um, it was actually two-tone disco, who I'm a huge fan of, actually. Um, they were supposed to play that day, and uh, they couldn't show up. And so I, I just remember, like, I was already dressed. 
because I, I knew, <laughs> I knew. <laughs> Were you wearing a pink happen. cowboy hat? I think I remember. I was wearing the pink cowboy hat. I was wearing a pink fur coat. I had pink glitter that I found in like, I, I feel so sorry because I mean, these Airbnb people, they were probably like so mad that what I stole their, their glitter. I, I, um, I went into like the, the master bedroom and I stole all of her pink glitter that she had <laughs> <laughs> and I poured it all over myself. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. And so, um, and it was a, yeah, and a so good like, show. Yeah. Yeah. And so that night I just remember being at the show. I was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to play, like, whatever. It'll be fun. At least I dressed up and, like, got to come to the show. Mm -hmm. And then I just remember I was, like, sitting outside talking to my mom, having a beer. And uh, I got a text from Paul, and it was a screenshot of a message from Two Town Disco being like, hey, we can't make it. Get the spot filled. And I just immediately started, like, freaking out. Oh, I was my like, God. Oh, my God. That's amazing. I didn't realize it was that impromptu. Obviously, I feel bad because, you know, Two-Tone Disco, they're so cool. I respect them so much. Omni Boy is such a nice guy. I love him mm -hmm. so much. Um, no, it was a happy accident. It was meant to be because that, yeah. so, you know, performing I was, with all them, uh, I'm sure, just confirmed, you know, the brotherhood right. or the friendship. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And That's so it was so like, cool. you know, I'm a part of this show now. And so I, like, got on stage and, like, the whole crowd was just, like, Loved it. I, I didn't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my God, they could fucking hate this. Like, you know, like, no. <laughs> and I just remember, cowboy you know, I just remember seeing, like, like, TJ, crap face, he went to go, like, talk to the guy. He was like, no, 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 you got to turn up the volume for this set. You got to turn up the volume for this set. Oh, like, my God. He, he got the guy to turn up the speakers. He, like, got everyone to, like, stand up. Like, it was, it was, it was, like, a dream come true really in my eyes i was like even if it was a small crowd i was like this is this is what i've been working my entire life for and the fact that it was happening in austin texas a place that i feel like is my second home mm -hmm. it's like you know i was like my like a year ago i was in a pc music showcase watching the people on stage wishing to death that i could just play any of these shows because yeah. i wanted to be part of it so badly and and it was just like given to me in a second that one night and I was wow. like it was like a dream come true you know That's and so, so definitely cool. I have palettes to think for that one hundred percent very cool without palettes that my my palettes basically made made my childhood dream come true oh you know that's I mean? so sweet I so love that's it. why I'm. I'm like 100% ride or die palette. Mm -hmm. like, good we like it know, that like way yeah I'm gonna take it I'm gonna take palettes places palettes is gonna take me places like you know, I'm I'm all for it. It's That's like palettes is something that I can see becoming a, a big a big name definitely in the future. Totally. That's what we're hoping for. It already is in many ways and yeah. Oh definitely, yeah. yeah. Especially in Chicago. I'm like dying to go play a show out there. Oh my god, that'd be so fun. I'd be so down. I'd be so right up front. Um Okay, so let's let's just quickly talk about uh it's Take You Home, the song on on the um, yeah. relief compilation and so um, tell me about that that song you know real quick and how how you kind of picked that one to go on the compilation for the disaster relief so um, um wait so the take you home was my first song that I released on palette it wasn't on the, on the oh yeah, yeah yeah no totally uh, so one of the compilation is called wannabe but wannabe, take you home was the first right. song that I wanted to release through palette because when I started making the song, it was like, 
um, I started with that first little, like the first thing you hear in the song was the first thing that I started with. It was like that little, little do, 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 do. It was like mm-hmm. little, like little bells. And, um, so I started from there and like, I just added some, like my favorite chord progression, which is like the same chord progression from like my favorite songs, like in my favorite pop songs, but it wasn't even like that. I wanted to use that chord progression. It just fit. And so I, I started making a song and like, started like and so like I made the beat in like a day literally like I finished it in a day I was like okay this is a cool song like it's going somewhere it sounds good I'm like this is one of the first songs that I've made that sounds like it could be on the radio and compare compare really really well sonically and musically to anything else and so I was living with Jack O'Connor for a while um he was my roommate um in LA and um, we always wanted to make music together. He won an award that was like a really prestigious um, award for being a jazz singer. And he also got invited to perform at the Grammys. Um, wow. Like the Grammy yeah, it was really cool. So he's got an amazing voice. And I was like, I, 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 we've got to make music together. Obviously, we were best friends. And so we just started um, making songs and stuff like that. And then Take You Home was the first one that really like started taking off. Like in terms of when we were writing it, we actually really liked it. We knew where we wanted to go with it. We knew what what we wanted to do with it. And so we started writing those lyrics. And um, one of the choruses, we were like testing out a chorus from an old song that I had written a while back. Um, and so I, I had Jack sing it. And I was like, holy shit, I'm like, why do you sound 80 times better than I did? It's like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool, awesome, awesome. So this is perfect. And so we started um, writing more lyrics and more lyrics. And I was so shocked because... Jack isn't a songwriter. He's just a singer, but he wrote the chorus. He wrote um, the verses. And uh, it was just all as we went along. It was all like, all just like everything that you hear in the, in, in the song is like the first lyric that we wrote. Wow. Like it all just happened. And, and yeah, it was like, it was like just a flow. And so I was like, okay, this is, this is like one of my best songs that I've ever made. Like it sounds so good. His voice sounds amazing on it. The lyrics are perfect. The chorus is catchy. I was like, this is so good. I'm like, thank it's God I'm making, I'm making Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah, so I was like, okay, yeah. And, and I love palettes, obviously. And I was like, um, so I'm going to put out a single. and Because I wanted to um, start working towards an album uh, eventually. Um, so Take You Home was supposed to be kind of like the first thing on that album, but mm-hmm. I never really finished that album. That album's coming out next year, actually. So, <laughs> But um, yeah, so I just, I released that. It was supposed to be the first single on the album, but it ended up just being a solo single. And um, the reason I gave it to Paulette is because who else? You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't, I want, I, I think Paulette is a really good um, outlet, especially on SoundCloud, because they have a good following on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. You know, people... People love palettes. They have a good, they have, they have like a good amount of followers and stuff like that. So I was like, you know what? Like, yeah, I'm going to put this song out on palettes. Um, on palettes. I love Paul. He's a cool guy. Like, let's do it. And so Paul just like put it up there and like, he like put it up on iTunes for me, which I thought was crazy. Cause I used to, I used to have to like pay 50 bucks for that shit. Yeah. And I'm like, thank God. Like, <laughs> so, you know, I was just like, I was like, um, it was just perfect. And it was just something that, that I needed to do for sure. I was like, I want to put out like an actual solo song so that everybody can know that Palettes is who I'm for. Palettes is my team, you know. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, 
this is where I'm going to be releasing my stuff right now. So that's great. It was awesome. like it was kind of that, and I, and I have like another. I, I I eventually want to release the album through Palette. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of why I released "Take You Home" on there. It was like a little teaser for the album. Totally. So what's the album going to be called? Um, I do have a name for it. It's called Pink Noise. Love uh, it. <laughs> because it, I am a producer, and Pink Noise is what we use to test the speakers ah. um, to see if they're working. Yeah, so it kind of has so a little cool. bit of a double entendre there. Yeah, because I love Pink, obviously. And yes. So, um, so it, I just want the whole album to just have the color of pink in it. You know what I mean? Because I have synesthesia, so I, I see sounds as colors. So I want my album to sound pink. And so I have an album cover for it already, actually. Great. Excuse me? Actually, um, I have it already made, yeah, the album cover. Um, so that's already ready. It's going to be like, um, it's probably going to be a long album because I've been working on it for a while. So Sweet. I'm not really sure how many songs, but but yeah, I do have a name and an aesthetic for it. <laughs> that's what you need. You just got to run with that, right? Yeah. Definitely. Totally. Thank you so much for joining me, boy Sam slash Chris. This oh is God, awesome. Thank you so much for having me. It was I'm super fun. So much fun. I'm like putting on my Halloween costume right now. <laughs> what are you wearing? I am in a Catwoman suit. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. <Ooh>. Oh, God. <laughs> are you going out? Breaking gender norms. Yeah, I'm going out. I'm actually going to see Sophie tonight, which is oh another God. one of my favorite producers. That's amazing. Have fun. Yeah, I'm so excited. I love Sophie. That, yes, epic. That's going to be such a fun show. And I'm sure you will look fly. Um, oh, I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> maybe maybe she'll need you to get up on stage. Oh, my God. I hope so. <laughs> be so Position dope. yourself for it. I just want to collaborate with Sophie. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's all I want. <laughs> um, hey, it's all possible in LA. That's for damn sure. That's so true. Um, yes. So, okay. So last thing is just, um, well, where can people find your stuff? They can find it on SoundCloud, iTunes. Yeah, so they can find it on my SoundCloud. Um, just like, um, slash boy simulation or just look up boy sim. Mm-hmm. Uh, or no, it's just, it's just slash boy sim actually. It's not boy simulation, but if you look up boy simulation, I should be on there too. Cool. Um, and then I'm also on, I'm on iTunes, Apple music and Spotify. I'm on title with you title. Um, <laughs> I'm on all that fun stuff. <laughs> I don't have all of my music on there because I'm waiting for the album to put all of my stuff on there. Great, and it's going to be um a lot of like updated versions of my songs too. Cool. So like it's not going to be like the same ones, but it's going to be the same songs that I have on my SoundCloud. Not 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 all of them. There's obviously going to be a lot of new ones. But yeah, I'm going to like redo them, uh, revamp them, make them sound better. And, and put them on the album so that cool. way uh, they can all be on iTunes yay that's so exciting okay what song do you want me to play at the very end of this should we play Take You Home uh, yeah okay or or I'm like because I just released Wannabe and I'm like it doesn't have that many plays we'll do Wannabe yeah let's do Wannabe just because I sing on that one yeah I love that here's mm-hmm. Wannabe um, by Boy Sim, which you can find on the Palettes Relief compilation. Um, thank yes. you again so much for joining me. I'm so excited to hang out with you in LA. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. I'll see you soon. Yes, definitely. Thanks, Chris. Best of luck. Thanks so but, much. Have a good night. This is Lisa FM.
touch me, kiss me, hold me close and don't let go, go slow, cause I know, I wanna be under your body, I wanna be under your body. Cause I know I wanna be under your body 